Hi and welcome to the 31st episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and I'm a wedding photographer too. It's an absolute pleasure to bring you David Ryan today. Based in Ireland, David has been in our top 30 photographers worldwide for both 2019 and 2018 and I found it so incredibly interesting talking to him. Stick with us today as David shares all about why he classes himself as an introvert and how that works with shooting weddings, the story of why he posted a specific email from a bride, how honesty is core to him, why he started his best of 2019 post with the words, my wedding photos are rubbish, slow shutter shots and taking risks, why he tapes over the logos on his cameras and so much more. Hey David, how you doing? Alan, good evening. Thank you for calling. Oh, thanks for being on here. It's awesome to, to talk to you and hear your voice. Yeah, how's things with you? I'm very nervous. Um, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm on a blind date and she's late <laughs> and I'm sitting at the bar and uh, yeah, very, very nervous, but uh, even more nervous than before I start a wedding. So that's pretty oh, bad. Man. Oh, no, yeah. but I get that. And I get nervous about these as well. It's really silly, isn't it? We're just talking, but I feel nervous. It's a strange thing. Yeah, it's good to admit it, I think, always. Uh, some people don't admit it all the time, but uh, yeah, I'm nervous. But as we get into it, I, I should be okay. We'll see how it goes anyway. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. Um, yeah, how's things with you? Because you, are, you, are you near Dublin? Do you live near Dublin, do you? Yeah, I'm 25 miles southwest of Dublin, living pretty much in the heartland of horse racing country. So oh, okay, cool. I've, th- I've, three, I've three horse racing tracks within 10 miles of me. That'll tell you. And surrounded by stud farms here. So it's uh, it's the uh, heartland of horse racing in Ireland. This is uh, the Curra race course is right beside me here. So uh, yeah, smack bang in the middle of horse racing country. Oh, cool. Are you into your horses? I won't ride a horse, but I know loads of people in that world uh, and that's sort of what got me into wedding photography in a way, uh, that world did. But uh, that's another story we can touch on as we go along. But uh, yeah, okay, I, know yeah. A lot of, I know a lot of people within that world, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. You know, I've, I've never properly been on a horse. I tried to get on a horse once when I was young and I tried to get up on it and I just fell off the other side. So I've never tried, I've not tried to get back up on the horse, as they say. Yeah, Yeah, I, I've seen too many bad accidents on horses, so I, I would never, ever get up on one. But uh, yeah, I, I, I love that world, but uh, I won't I won't ride a horse. There you go. Uh, okay, I think that's wise. I, yeah, I, when my daughter grows up, I just, I want to put her off horses. I don't want to get, get into horses. It just seems too dangerous. Yeah. Um. So ha- how's things, what's the Irish scene at the moment in terms of corona and stuff how has it been affecting you how's what's the lay of the land well we're pretty locked down here i think we're more locked down than you are in the uk uh, our government have taken a very strong point of view here and we're pretty locked down i'm actually enjoying it i'm oh, loving really, it yeah. uh now there's only but i'm also hating it too because i'm minding the kids uh right. so <laughs> monday to fr- monday to friday nine to six i minded the kids and that is pretty tough but all the other stuff I quite like it. The social distancing, all that sort of stuff. I'm enjoying it. Uh, bit oh, really? Yeah. Bit of an yeah. introvert I am. So it, it sort of suits right. me, suits my personality. And <laughs> every cool. night, every, every night when I stop finishing mining the kids, I had a, a bike and I go for a spin to clear the head. So, uh, yeah, okay. I'm loving it uh, more than I'm hating it. So there you go. That's where That's we cool. are at home. Well, that's good. That's good. And yeah, I'm enjoying parts of it, definitely, for sure, as well. Um, it's funny you mentioned there about being an introvert. Um, how do you, how is it at weddings then? Because it's, it, there's, there's so many people there. You know, how do you find it? I just find it very interesting because I think I'm introverted as well. I mean, how, how do you find it? Mm, here you are doing an interview, loads of interviews. You call yourself an introvert. <laughs> I think we probably, I probably could call ourselves 
introverted extroverts. Um, I like my own space. I like reading. I like doing my own thing. I like being on my own. I love my own company. But I go into a wedding and I can change. Uh, I do love people, but I also love being away from them. So uh, a typical okay. wedding for me, I go in, I have no problems integrating with people and winning trust with people. Uh, I often end up, I suppose, in weddings, talking to our lads and our ones about the old days and history and stuff like that. So, yeah, I have no problems going into a wedding. It does not phase me. But the minute the wedding is over, I love getting back into the car on my own and having a cup of coffee on the way home. And I enjoy that space. So uh, it is weird. It's very, very strange. I suppose it's like a musician going up to play in front of 10,000 people and they can be introverts too. And the minute they get off stage, they can go back into their own personal space. So that's what I'm like a little bit. And I enjoy my own space. Really do. That's cool. That's a good in, uh, analogy, I think, for a musician mm. as well, actually. Yeah, I'm like you. I mean, I I enjoy getting into the car as well and um, having a cappuccino and a McDonald's on the drive home. Do you have a McDonald's on the drive home? No, 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 no. no. I think you mentioned that one day in one of your podcasts. And I was there. How does he eat that stuff? Oh, <laughs> man, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> what, do and, the, what do I do on the way home? I, I Sometimes I listen to your podcast on the way home because I rarely get time to listen to them when, when I'm minding kids and stuff like that. So, yeah, often on the way home from a wedding, I could listen to one of your podcasts. I've done a lot of them on the way home for a wedding. Yeah, I do. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Good. I, I, don't, I don't put you to sleep then. That's good. <laughs> in no. front of, in the wheel. <laughs> it's the only free time I get when driving the car. Uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so the homeschooling, um, how old are your kids? Uh, two under five, so there's no oh, homeschooling. Okay. It's more, it's more oh, managing right. managing the madness is what I call it. Um, right, we, okay. we had a map. What is it? I had a mad day today with them. But anyway, part of it, part, part of it's my problem, too. I'm probably crap at doing the father stuff. Or, or, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. So hopefully tomorrow will be a good day. But uh, <laughs> it's more about entertainment and just managing the madness. That's all. Right. Yeah, it's well, the two, hardest part. It's the hardest two, part of this, this COVID thing. Two under five is tough, man, as it is. You know, that's tough. And daddy's 50. So I oh, started really? late. <laughs> That might that might that might might be play, playing 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 against me at the moment as well. Yeah. Might be too old for all this, but we'll see. <laughs> That's funny. Um, cool. I'd like to. I, there's, there's a, I mean, I've got to talk about. Um, there's a quote you put on your Facebook, your business Facebook page a while ago. Is a quote from a bride. I've, oh, oh, I've. I knew you were going to touch on this. Yeah, one. but I have to because it's so cool. So I just want to say it was a, a quote from a bride who didn't book you, and you posted it on your yeah, Facebook business yeah. page, and and the quote was. Um, so we love your style and the idea of the documentary and we wanted this for our wedding. But the more we looked at your photos, the more John started to not like the way people looked in them. He said that people look ugly. He thinks people should look beautiful on their wedding day. And we're first of all, that's such a cool, that's, a, that's such a great quote. It's, it's, it's also so brave posting it, I think. And just so interesting. A lot of photographers wouldn't. But I, yeah, can you talk to us about that? Wouldn't be brave for me to post it. I have no problems posting stuff like that. It's one thing I always do. And maybe if you ask me, how do I market myself? I market myself in a very honest way. And uh, that was a, that was a real email. And I thought it was fantastic. And the minute I saw it, I said, I'm going to save this for a week. And uh, I'll post in a week's time. And I changed the names, obviously. But uh, it got great response. And I wasn't looking for a response. I don't chase likes and all that sort of stuff. But I think it shows people I'm human. Uh, I can laugh at myself. I can laugh at myself all the time. And uh, it also proves that not everyone gets what I do and mm. not everyone is my client. And that's not a bad thing because if you book somebody like that, it's not going to work out. You know that and I know that. Oh, yeah. Mm, so true. Definitely. And and I, but, but, 
what I find so interesting though, and I just think it's awesome, it, it is honest, yeah. but and just a lot of photographers would re they'd want to post something like that, but they'd be so nervous and scared. I mean, yeah, have you always been like that in your marketing then, just putting yes. out exactly who you are? Yeah. I've always been like that, Alan. Um, I, I wouldn't call myself a sheep. I've always done my own thing since I was a kid. Um, I would have always been, even in school, quite vocal, even though I, I call myself an intro. I would have been academic, but I would have been quite vocal as well in school. And uh, I would never be afraid to talk up for, for myself, I'm never afraid to express my own opinions. And I'm never afraid to laugh at myself. And that's why I post it. I think it's great. I, I loved it. It's gold. It's gold. Uh, and yeah, most people would never post that. Definitely no, they not. wouldn't. But it's cool as well. It is It is laughing at yourself. But it's also, there's an element of, you know, so a lot of people do think, look at documentary wedding photography in that, some, you know, people don't always look their best, do they? But people, when we're capturing real emotions, you know, naturally people don't look great. Um, it's just a part of capturing the real realness of the day. Yeah, I suppose... I look at my work and I hate it most of the times, but I do know that I go into a wedding and yeah, I, I do take, I do get where she's coming from when, when, when she says, when she sent that email, I take loads of pictures of people smoking and stuff. I chase down really gritty images that a wedding photographer sometimes wouldn't or, ordinarily put on a blog. I'm not afraid to do that. That's who I am. Uh, I, I, I often call myself a street photographer that shoots weddings. That's really what I am. And uh, I'm definitely not everyone's cup of tea. I know that. <laughs> it's good. It's good though, isn't it? Not to be everyone's cup of tea. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's just me. I like being <laughs> me. I, I don't want to be anyone else, Alan. I just want to be me. That's and so I've cool. Always, and I've always wanted to be me. And not in an arrogant way. That's who I am. That's no, uh, great. It is who you are. I and mean, a lot of people aspire to that. You know, people want to be themselves. But a lot of them, people just don't have confidence to be themselves, really. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it comes with age. Uh, <laughs> I turned 50 last year. But as I said, I've always been like this. But I think with age, I've really just, I don't care anymore. I, uh, there's a great email. I'll, I'll put that up my Facebook page. And so what? You know, what's the worst? What's the worst going to happen? Nothing. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. And you had you had messages in the comments there from your past couples as well, saying how amazingly you captured their day and captured the real emotions of it. So yeah, it was awesome, man. Cool. Yeah, I'm, but all my all my couples are always a little bit quirky anyway. So they'll get what I was up to. They'll smile at that and they'll enjoy it too, along with me. That's cool. Um, I was going to say you mentioned just though there that. You, I think you just said then that you and you don't like or you hate quite a lot of your images, and you start your best of twenty nineteen <laughs> post with the phrase "My wedding photos are rubbish." Yeah, do you, do you really not like your yes, history? Yes, yes, yes. I'll tell you a funny story. I'm useless at technology, and the other day on Saturday, I uh, had some time on my own, and I I created a new catalog on Lightroom. Hadn't a clue how to do it because I'm useless, and I put in all my favorite photographs, which were all sort of starred and marked and whatever from all the time I started since I started doing wedding photography. And I looked at them and I went, oh God, they're rubbish. <laughs> I just saw them together and I just hated them. And I just said, I'll fake this and got out on the bike for a spin. I can't look at them anymore. And yeah, I do feel like that a lot. Yeah. Man, well, um, even even your kind of best stuff, because I know I've when I look when I'm culling a wedding, I think, oh, man, I'm the worst photographer in the world. But then, you know, yeah. once I put my preset on and they're into Lightroom, I think it's OK. I can I can kind of do this. Yeah. But yeah, even like your best of images, you're not happy with. No, not really. <laughs> I look at them and I go. And then every year I look back sometimes at the best of the year before, the year before. Uh, 
I do see that I evolve. I'm definitely evolving. I change every year, and that's a good thing in my head. I'm happy with that. Mm. But uh, for example, say I did a wedding and I edited it, and then I blogged it on my site. And I go, oh yeah, I'm happy with that. That's grand. And two hours later, I go, no, I hate that. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and that's just me. But maybe that's what keeps me going. I do enjoy what I do. I love what I do. And don't get me wrong. But uh, there's a lot of low self-esteem. Uh, always questioning myself and what am I doing? And it happens during weddings too. The graph, the emotional graph is all over the place during a wedding. No one knows it, only me. Just me. <laughs> it seems funny me hearing I've never met you or spoke to you before but it's, it's it feels funny for me hearing you say you're kind of questioning yourself and then but on, then on the other hand you're so confident in kind of who you are and your approach and everything so it's kind of I did tell you earlier I'm a bit of an oddball and I know I'm a bit of an oddball and, and maybe that's why I take the pictures I take and uh, look I'm a very pure documentary photographer that loves what he does a uh, bit of an oddball and I lack confidence that's me man you don't sound it though honestly you don't which is that's cool well thank you for coming on and talking to me on it for this anyway it's awesome it's nice (laughs) you're Um, you're lucky yeah you're lucky you have me here with the nerves but anyway (laughs) we're getting we're we're getting we're getting we're doing okay at the moment this is great really great really great um so i read that it'd be interesting to come you know just hear about your backstory a bit i read that you come you came from an artistic family um can you tell us a bit about the young david growing up you know how how you got into this photography lark um yeah, I came from an artistic family. Uh, all three siblings, we all went to art college. Oh, uh, yeah. Dad's a civil engineer, which is totally different from art, but he has an artistic, he's artistic blood within him. He, he's good at art, but he, he, um, he nurtured that as we were growing up. So, uh, yeah, it, was, it, was not, it must have been in the DNA because all three of us went to art college. Um, Dad loved cameras. Uh, I was surrounded by cameras when we were kids growing up. And, uh, he stills, many still cameras, Pentax, uh, Super 8 movie cameras every now and again. And uh, he had loads and loads of books on photography around the house. So, you know, if you ask me, are you surprised you're a photographer? No, I'm not. Not in the slightest. It's, uh, it's no accident I'm here and doing what I'm doing and doing it the way I do it. And my love right. of photojournalism, photojournalism is, uh, is no surprise to me. Um, a, little, a, a, a little backstory. Dad had a, had a, had a load of books in his library. Uh, there was a whole series of books, I think Time Life magazine or something. He bought them from them, and there was about 20 in the series of all photography. I think it's 1972 we're going back to. Yeah, right, okay. and, there was, and there was one book I always kept taking out of the, the book of 20. It was the book of photojournalism as a child. I remember opening this book continually and one picture in, in particular always, always caught my eye. And I don't know if you, you're aware of the picture or familiar with it. It's called the despondent divorcee uh, photograph taken uh, at the Genesee Hotel of a lady called Mary Miller committing suicide. And it was right caught. Off. No, I don't know. And it was caught by a photographer called Russell Sorge in 1942. Wow. Literally I remember- killing herself. Yeah, he she jumped from he was taking a walk home. He worked for the Buffalo Express. He was walking home from work, took a different route home, and he came across this commotion of this lady sitting up the top floor of a hotel. And he had his camera with him and he caught her in wow. free fall. And as a child, and a very young child at that, I remember six or seven, I remember that image standing out. And that book in particular on photojournalism really caught me. And it was the only book I kept revisiting as a child. So, um, wow. yeah, that, that one photograph had a huge impact on, on me. But uh, 
as I said, it's no surprise I do what I do. And I'm a very, very, I'm a big lover of photojournalism, proper, good photographs. So that image had a, had a huge impact on me. Wow, yeah, I, mean, I guess quite. A, that's a, a strong, strong image to, to to witness as a as a six, seven year old as well, really. Yeah, I got it. I got it. But it's the book in general too. The book is just fantastic, famous photographs uh, from famous photographers of just real stories and real images. But that one has always stood out for me. You should Google it. It's a, it's it's quite an amazing image. And the backstory is is bizarre. The funny thing is, she wasn't a divorcee. She was wasn't married, but that's the image is called the despondent divorcee. That's what's sort of known okay. known as, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll go. So then, how did you go from kind of like art college? Sorry, was it art school, art college? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. did you How did you go from there to photographing weddings? Then mm, I did loads loads of other jobs in between. <laughs> uh, the problem was I was academic too, and I sort of. Went through, uh, went, went through a whole sort of process of what am I going to do with my life? Because I always thought you couldn't make money from art. But money never drove me. But uh, to cut a long story short, I used to go out. I had a girlfriend, uh, an ex-girlfriend. I must have been 10, 15 years ago. And she used to hunt, which is a very controversial pursuit in the UK. All right, yeah. Uh, and uh, I used to follow her. She'd be out hunting and I'd be out following on foot. And uh, I used to go, oh, wow, geez, you must be pretty quick. Are you a pretty quick runner? Yeah, I'm fit. I'm fit. <laughs> I would be very fit for now, lad. Yeah, That's and uh, I remember I bought a, I bought a, I think was it a Canon? No, no, it was, I forget the camera. I bought it. it was even older, back further. But I bought my first digital camera, and I started following the hunt with the camera. Right. And that's when I revisited photography. I always photographed when I was a child, but that's when this journey, this journey in life, going into weddings started. So I've did an awful lot of hunt photography, and I. I Got a lot of my work published in Horse and Hand in England and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. uh, very, very controversial uh, pursuit, and they don't like cameras. They hated cameras. Which oh, is, really? Uh, which, which, which made it even more special for me because you were getting into a world that didn't like cameras, and uh, there was a trust I built up with them, right. and uh, I really enjoyed it. But that's where I got my first wedding, believe it or not. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Cool. A hunt, mm. a hunt. Someone from the hunt. Yeah. Guy came up to me on, on horseback in the middle of a field and says, "Will you shoot my wedding?" I says, "No way. Not in a million years." I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. And uh, he kept at me and kept at me. And uh, here I am. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Some, someone on horseback came up and said, can you shoot my wedding? I think that's this is a great story to get into. Yeah, it, no, actually. it happened. It happened in the field, me and a pair of wellies. And uh, I just I just didn't want to do it. I never wanted to go into that world. But uh, here I am. Oh, yeah. So what was that first wedding like? Did you know when you just turned up to the wedding, then you were just going to shoot it the way you wanted to? You didn't go through the motions of kind of like traditional wedding photography? No, that was never going to be me. As, a, uh, as we touched on it earlier, David's going to be David. He's going to do it his way or that, that's it. But uh, I've always been inspired by photojournalism. And uh, I remember the night before the wedding, I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep a wink. And that's the only thing I remember from it. Other than that, when I got into it, it was fine. I look back in the photographs and uh, yeah, they're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd say that if you just took it, if you just photographed the wedding last week by the sounds of it, you'd say that anyway. Uh, they wouldn't be as rubbish. Those <laughs> were particularly rubbish. But, uh, you know, we have to start somewhere. And I went in and did it solo. Uh, the, uh, and the neck I had to do it, when you, when you think back in it, uh, doing, doing your first wedding ever, on your own and not knowing what's happening. It was crazy. 
<laughs> that is mad scary um and did the guy the person who um you know asked you to shoot their wedding did he know that you were going to shoot it well i guess he wanted you to shoot it in your uh, way yeah. Seen... yeah 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 he knew the way i photographed uh hunting and horse racing and stuff like that he knew he knew what he was buying into he was buying into crazy dave and doing it his own <laughs> way and all my clients are like that they all sort of get me uh a lot of my clients would be would see the world the same way i do I don't get the bridezillas. They just don't even come near me. They wouldn't even ring me or email me. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I guess, and that's cool, isn't it? And I guess a lot of that is because of the images that you show. And same with, you know, to me to a certain extent as well, I show kind of lots of unflattering images of the couple. So people who want that picture perfect day are not going to come to me either. No, no. It's, it's a, your website is a filter. It's a very good filter. Mm. And uh, the people that do book you and the organic bookings, which, are, which, which is my main type of booking, uh, which is not from a referral, they are usually the best. They're booking right, you because yeah. of your photographs, nothing else. And that's that's mm. wonderful. And it's, that's so uh, true. Yeah. And, and an organic booking will give you a great couple. And, you know, you'll shoot good photographs on that day and you'll be happy. And that's mm. very important. That is that's so that's the most important thing I think it's the most important thing in life um, and yeah. so important in business as well. I think that's so true about them loving your images. I mean that was uh, I think for me another reason why I never you know I've never done a wedding fair because I I don't want to be chosen just because I'm at their venue and I've shot at their venue you know doing a yeah. wedding fair. I I want people to look at everyone's images and find mine and just prefer mine. You know I think that's the way I've always wanted to do it. <laughs> I think it's it's more successful that way. I think I did a wedding for I did a wedding for once or twice before, and the last wedding for I did was uh, I think about two years ago. I don't know why I did it, and I paid a lot of money to do it. And on the second day, I felt like going home. I says, "Oh God," and I actually picked up one wedding out of it. <laughs> right. Well, that's not that bad. That's, that's you know, it, one it paid. It paid. For, it paid for itself, so it's not too bad. So, right. and, and it's a good, and it was a good wedding. I, they they. They, they were cringing. The, the two girls that booked me, they were cringing at, at, at being at the wedding fair. And I was cringing being behind the table at the <laughs> wedding fair. Perfect fit. So, oh, perfect fit. We were, we were all lost that day. But anyway, we found each other. Thank God. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, because that's another thing about wedding fairs. You know, I'd be really nervous about having to stand there and just talk to people all day. Weren't you really scared, no? Uh, I was fed up, Alan. I was really fed up because I think <laughs> wedding fairs, they just attract a certain type of client and they're not my client. You'll get the bridezillas coming in. You'll get the bride with her, all her sisters and her mother coming. That's, that's not my type of bride. My type of bride thinks for herself, does her own thing, doesn't get steered by the family. Uh, and she doesn't go to wedding fairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, so, that's, but yeah, it's that's good cool. to go. It's good to go because because you know it lets you, it gives you an insight into the other side of the wedding the wedding industry, and it's it, it's it's a part of the wedding wedding world I don't want to be part of. You know, so it's mm. uh, you learn you learn everything you do you learn from. So it's fine. That's so true. Um, you mentioned just earlier, and I was going to ask you about it as well. You know, um. There's a real realness to your images. Realness. I should be able to come up with a better word than realness, but you know what I mean. It's it's real, authentic, authentic documentary. Your work and and part and just as an example of it, and you mentioned it yourself, is that you do capture quite a lot of people smoking, yeah. which I think is really cool. You know, but in, in in just to say, in my experience, you know, I would want to capture that as well. But a lot of my brides literally tell me, you know, they don't want photos of them smoking. So do you never kind of get that? It's funny. Uh... I always, I always, I always have a chat. I never meet people anymore before a wedding, which is I never really did. And I sort of have a chat with a bride, maybe on a phone before she books me, and we'll go over a few things. I'll say a few, a few things just to, to 
sort of test the water and if she reacts badly to it she's probably not my client so they're well they're they're well used to uh, uh i make sure they know what they're buying themselves getting themselves into before they book me i'm very <laughs> honest alan and that's what i said to you at the start of the podcast uh honesty all the time a hundred percent why lie to somebody before they book you just to get the booking tell them the truth and sure. if and i do i get brides go i love your smoking shots well fantastic and uh, it's uh, it's on those phone calls. I never ever push the booking. I never do the hard sell. I let them go away, and let them book me for themselves. Let them make the decision. It's their decision. Cool. It's not mine. So uh, that's proper cool. Yeah, yeah, that's proper cool. Have you ever turned away any kind of potential business? You know, because you thought they're not a good fit. Yeah, of course I have. You knew I'd say that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one in particular I remember, and actually, he actually got through the net a little bit. Uh, it was a groom <laughs> a couple of years ago, and he actually paid his deposit. And he came back to me, ah, oh, man, he was like, he was like a bridezilla, the questions he was asking. And uh, he got a shock. I just said to him, look, I'll just send you your deposit back. We're not a good fit. And there's no point, Alan, in going down that road with somebody. I just knew he, it wasn't a good fit. His questions were unbelievable. And uh, what kind of thing? Uh, I can't remember. I just remember it was like he was like the worst bridezilla ever, and he was the and he was the groom. And I said, "This is not going to work." And he, I think he was on about loads of pose pictures here, there, and everywhere, right. and uh, it just wasn't me. But he nearly fell over when I when I said, "I'm going to give you a deposit back," uh, because <laughs> you've got to remember this one thing, which is really important to me. If you if I shot that wedding and sort of did what he wanted to do, and say he wasn't happy after it was over, and there's no turning back once the wedding is shot. I'm a big believer that bad news travels fast. So right. if I went ahead and booked that and he didn't like his pictures, well, he badmouthed me. So what's the point of doing it? I want people mm. to say good things about me afterwards. And, yeah. uh, and by giving a deposit back like that, it was a good move. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. Because a lot of people, they... They get warning signs beforehand, but they still always, you know, go through with the bucking because they want the money and then they regret it afterwards. They do. So I think it's yeah, it's a good approach. No, definitely. It's not about the money, Alan. It never was. No. It's, it's, a bo it's a bonus to be paid for doing something I absolutely adore. Uh, no, it's not about the money. And that's why I'm not afraid. And it's funny. When I gave him back his deposit, I felt great. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. absolutely wonderful and uh, that, that's good if that feeling is good and if you and if you do get the heebie-jeebies about somebody and uh, uh, you know yeah you're better off walking away mm. yeah definitely um and i said and you mentioned about how you wanted like maybe some more pose photos and things do you i know your approach just seems to be you know really documentary do you still do some couple shots or group photos or do you not at all are you you know totally pure I'm very, very pure. Uh, at the same time, the, the one thing about me, if I was getting married tomorrow, would I want my family shot taken? Of course I would. Uh, I have pretty much value family history. Family history is really, really important. Who is there on the day? Because do you know what? In 30 years' time, they may not be with us. So I always do three group shots. I do a bridal party and the two immediate families. I have them done pretty much in five minutes flat. We don't right. go anywhere. Uh, I'm just there to record who was there on the day because you can't always guarantee to get everyone in a documentary setting. So uh, that's why yeah. I do that. <laughs> and then I do uh, I do about five minutes with a couple of, but we don't go anywhere either. Right. Uh, you know, I could end up in an underground car park where there's nice light or something, but we don't go anywhere. I don't, I'm not into this, where are you going for photographs? Well, we're going nowhere. Mm. 
it's, it's a wedding and, and, and photography is never going to dominate it as long as that's I'm cool. shooting the wedding. Definitely oh, that's not. cool. I totally agree with that. And that's awesome. Yeah, cool. Okay, Dave, let's change. Let's change tack slightly. Let's change tack. Um, what would be your last meal on death row? And I'm, I'm guessing it wouldn't be a McDonald's. No, it wouldn't. It'd be a, it'd, it'd be a, it'd be a curry from some curry house in Birmingham. <laughs> in Birmingham, uh, I'm from yeah. Birmingham originally. Have oh, you... I, I, I have a friend over in Birmingham, and every time I go over, there used to be I, 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 some some place we used to go to, and it looked really grimy, but it was great. It was called Cushy. I don't know where where the, where it is, but anyway, yeah, I'm that that was the easiest question ever. I thought I'd have to think about that. No, <laughs> that was I'm like just, instant. That was great. Ah, <laughs> uh, listen, listen here. Me and curries, my God. For an Irish man to love really hot and spicy curries, it's very strange. But anyway, yeah, easy question. That's, that's a new one. one in your, that, that's a new question in your repertoire, is it not? <laughs> that's, that's a new one. I was, getting, I was getting ready for all the, all, 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 all the old faithfuls that are coming through. No, that's a new one. Okay. I'm sure there'll be some old faithfuls as well. What, what curry would it be? Do you have a favourite curry? No, I don't care. <laughs> oh, really? A, yeah, oh, that's funny. No, you I, can hand me anything and I'd eat it. I don't care. I really don't care. Uh, cool. I, my, my, I, see, I see my parents like every Wednesday, well, before lockdown. I can't now, but um, and mm. my mum makes, makes me a chicken and mushroom vindaloo every Wednesday. Absolutely love it. It's awesome. Yeah. And is that vindaloo as hot as the vindaloo uh, on the streets of Birmingham? Well, probably not. No, probably not. But it's still hot. It's still hot. <laughs> yeah. It's vindaloo in Ireland. It's not hot. It's not hot at all. Oh, is it not really? No. No, they have to be careful here not to, not, not, not to uh, run the customers away. <laughs> Do you know, I've only been to Ireland a few times and I've only ever been to Dublin. I need to, I need to visit more of Ireland. I really want to. I do really want to. Yeah, 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 you should. Yeah. Um, do you know that, oh, but before we go on to that, do you know that Dublin's like the biggest city in Europe now, isn't it? Because it, <laughs> it keeps Dublin, Dublin and Dublin. Go again? Uh, <laughs> God, I feel stupid now. Is there a joke <laughs> I missed? <laughs> oh, I just love that one, man. It's a good one. It's a good one. Right. Okay. Um, has there been a book that you've read that's had a lasting impact on you in some way? Could it be, fi- you know, it could oh, be fiction yes. or non Oh, yes. One recently. Okay, My cool. God. Um, ben McIntyre. I, I read, I, I'm big into the Cold War, Cold War history at the moment. Uh, Cold War politics and uh, God, even I'm getting goosebumps even 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 telling you about it. Uh, ben McIntyre wrote a book on uh, a spy, Russian spy that uh, defected to England, and his name was uh, Oleg Gordievsky, and it was a fantastic story about him spying for the English in Russia, uh, in Russia, in the Soviet Union. Sorry, and. Uh, and his escape out of the Soviet Union when they rumbled him as a spy and how he was brought back to England. And uh, he's still alive and living in England today. Yeah, wow. uh, out of 10, the book must have been, I'll read a 10. It blew me away. Yeah. I read a lot. I read an awful lot. Oh, uh, dear. Yeah. It has to be fact. I won't read fiction. I tried fiction just for the sake of it about a year ago, and I had to throw the book away. I said, I can't do this. So, uh, yeah, I do yes. an awful lot of reading of uh, politics, uh, Northern Ireland troubles, but at the moment, a complete addiction of the Cold War. Uh, that's, inter- that's interesting. You don't like fiction, then. I wonder if that that kind of ties into the you know how documentary you are at weddings as well. I don't know. It's well, similar, I, I, I guess. it's a good it's a good point. Yeah, I like I like everything to be real. Uh, I and uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, fiction to me is just it just doesn't work. Even movies and stuff like that doesn't work. Doesn't work for me. Never has. Oh, right, okay. 
uh, I never I have tried don't worry I have tried but yeah uh, and the book I'm reading at the moment again is by Ben McIntyre and uh, it's on Kim Philby another 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 spy except he defected to Russia <laughs> all right well so, okay cool. so uh, yeah yeah cool. um quite a few of your captures uh, show you know a real sense of movement you know maybe with a slower shutter speed I, I don't know I mean you know a lot of photographers don't show them um can you any any tips on those you know or you know why you show quite a lot of those why do I take them a lot of photographers don't even don't take those or, or don't show them and I think it's it's again it's very different and something that's quite unique to your work and I think it's really cool so yeah I just wondered what you your thoughts are uh, they're not they're risky shots alan and uh, there's one thing i always find myself doing at a wedding sometimes i can find myself about to click the shutter and i sort of go in my head and i do this quite a lot i really do and i ask myself hang on dave stop this picture is going to look like everybody else's wedding photo will another wedding photographer take the shot and i go in my head yeah and i walk away um that's cool that's i love i love slow shutter uh, i you, you don't do too much of it it's really risky uh, but I love taking risks and yeah, bride and groom, I can get it, but I love it. I, I oh, yeah. absolutely love it. It keeps me happy. Uh, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's creative and, uh, it's what I do. A lot of my images would be gritty and grainy and stuff like that, but it's just who I am. Maybe it's just the influence of street photography. It's, it's, <laughs> as I said, the street photographer becomes a wedding photographer for a day. That's right, uh, yeah. and that's why I do it, but I do it because I love it. Uh, because I think it's it's different, but I don't set out to be different. It's just me. At the end that's of the so day, cool. it's, it's just me. That's what I love. Yeah, I think that's great. And it's something that you enjoy. As you say, it's you. And so many wedding photographers are just doing it, you know, as a business. And, uh, you know, and that it comes across in your work if you're not enjoying it, I think. Yeah, it definitely would. Yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the evolution of, of, of who I am as a person, as a photographer. I, I, I'm not happy. Unless I evolve, uh, I don't know what I'll be doing next year. God, I'll be out of practice next year. That's just going to happen. That's what I'm fearful <laughs> of. How, how to work with yeah. camera? Yeah, but, that's uh, so true, isn't it? <laughs> but I take pictures because that's who I am, and I take pictures the way I want to because that's what makes me happy. And at the end of the day, Alan, I take pictures for fun, and I take really? wedding photos for fun, and that's just it. And if people like what I do, happy days. That's proper cool. So if you weren't a wedding photographer, what, what would you be doing? Would you still be doing something with photography or would it be totally different? Uh, I could have been a teacher. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I could have been a teacher. Uh, I have a degree in, in classical studies and geography, so I could have gone that route. I tried that for a little bit. I couldn't stand the staff room politics. Uh, that would really? be typical me. I sort of go, oh, God almighty. Uh, I was a bit of a, a dead poet society, Robert Williams type of teacher. Oh, I didn't cool. like being called sir and stuff like that. So uh, right. I'd like kids to call me by, the Chris, by my Christian name. But, you know, I didn't fit into that world. It definitely wasn't me. But you probably can tell that from talking to me. I'm a <laughs> bit of a free spirit. How and long being a free spirit. Oh, on and off, I, I I subbed for a while, and then I was an art teacher for a while because I came out of oh, art college as well. I right. just, nah, I just didn't rock my boat. <laughs> I just felt that you were under the watchful eye of other teachers and the headmaster and stuff like that, and that's not me. Right. I like yeah. doing what about, things my own way. What about teaching photography? Have you ever done that? Would you? <laughs> no, no, not a chance. Not no. a chance. 
I see everyone's getting into these. Uh, what, what what are these things they're all doing? They're all doing this online courses and stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and and oh, workshops. That's the word I'm looking for. Work. You'll never see me do a workshop. Ever. No, not do one or attend one or both. No, no. I've no interest in attending them, or because you have to meet in a group, and I'd I'd hate that whole situation. I'd run. Oh God, fifty for dollars in one room. I'd be gone. <laughs> oh man, yeah, because I, you know, I went to Doc Day last. It was always oh, this year in in Dublin. I thought maybe yeah. I'd meet you there, but you you weren't there. We not oh, fancy it. No. no, I think Kevin tried to get me there. And I told him the same thing. Not a chance. It's just oh, uh, I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be uncomfortable, Alan. Uh, it's just me. It's me. That's a pl- if I have to go to a wedding, I've got to go to a wedding. It's booked in. You know, you have to commit to that. Mm. But going to something like a, a conference or a, or a workshop. Oh God. Oh no. and that's no insult to anybody doing a workshop or anything it's just not me Uh, I'm not wired that way and uh, I I think I'd prefer to be at home reading a book with a cup of coffee all day long going whew thank god I missed that (laughs) I get that appeal as well I get it as well I get it Um, a lot of your work is black why do you you go then that's that's why why do you go if if you feel uncomfortable oh I man I do so many things where I feel uncomfortable I don't know I mean there are there are uh, there are good obviously good sides to it as well. And I do when I get nervous about it, even if I'm not speaking, I get really nervous. Yeah, but then yeah, yeah, I yeah. do end I end up enjoying it, you know, as well. So I don't, I don't okay, know. Okay, well then the, the the end result is enjoyment. Yeah, uh, I suppose I never do anything I really don't want to do. Uh, I can be quite stubborn that way because <laughs> what's the point of putting yourself into an uncomfortable situation when you can actually avoid it? So uh, yeah, I get that. So I'm I the do, person. I do. Doesn't mind going. Yeah, there's a fear of people sometimes with me, but that's that's just me. That's, I, I just think it's so interesting, especially when each Saturday you're going, you're being surrounded by like 100, 150 people. It's, um, it's you're constantly putting yourself through it. So you're you're being brave though as well each weekend, if, especially if brave, you're not wanting to. Yeah, but I could hide behind the camera, can't I? <laughs> uh, ask me to go to a wedding as a guest. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Even before I was a wedding photographer, I couldn't even do that. Oh, my oh really? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Even the thoughts of it. I've done the odd one in the last five years. And I go, oh, no, this is not for me. Um, I suppose a wedding photographer, it, it's not something you want to do anymore. But it was never for me. No. So, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather miss it. I think I was invited to a wedding once and uh, I was booked for another wedding of the day and I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it so interesting because talking to you know we've never spoken and you you're speaking so naturally to me now and it is you know you you speak so eloquently as well and I just don't I don't get why you you're not like a social hound and partying each weekend you just seem really good at it yeah it's funny we were watching tv the other night there was something on there was some uh oh yeah I think you're getting it over in England too is it called ordinary people or something it's some some racy irish drama that's on at the moment oh maybe. yeah i started to read the novel actually a few months ago so i've read, read half right, the novel, okay. but i've not watched the program yet no is it good yeah it's good it's good but there was a scene on it uh, and there was some house party on all they were all in trinity college in dublin university there were a house party and i went i never went to house parties when i was in college i couldn't stand them oh, so right. you know you know <laughs> that's just me again it's just me but uh when I do go into a wedding, I do often end up talking. I always end up talking to the older generation. I always, I gravitate to them. I think, right. I think there's, there's less bullshit with them and they tell you old stories. So, yeah. 
just give me a wedding to work at, but don't send me to a wedding as a guest. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's cool. Um, a lot of your work is black and white, you know, obviously a lot of color as well, but you do show a lot of black and white images. How do you personally decide which image you, you know, you like in black and white? Do you have a methodology <laughs> for that or is it just a feeling or? It's called mood, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> what mood is da- what mood is Dave in today? <laughs> <laughs> it's totally mood. Uh, I tell you what I did recently, and it's it's unusual for me to do is to mix black and white and color in the odd blog. I don't like doing that. I don't like seeing oh. the two of them beside each other. It's oh, like okay. wearing it's like wearing a really good suit with really bad shoes. <laughs> uh, oh, so normally, mood. normally when you blog, then is it normally just pure black and white, or it'll be pure color? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's more it's more black and white, and yeah. and the blogger they're my selection. That's it. That's the way I saw the wedding. It's nothing to do with the bride and groom. Uh, it's just my mood, and winter weddings particularly, I think sometimes end up in black and white. But yeah, it's just my mood. How am I feeling today? What does this look like? Or I get a feel for a wedding. If it's, I just I don't I don't know. I just love black and white. I see in black and white. I actually see in black and white at a wedding. Always I do. Really do. Very graphic. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. it's just mm-hmm. the way I see the world. Cool, man. I guess for the clients who come to you as well, they must love black and white as well with you showing so much. It's <laughs> kind of a win-win again. Yeah, I get a good look. Yeah, a good few albums go fully black and white, which is great. It's fantastic cool. to, to to know that some people just go, yeah, go ahead, Dave, and do that and uh, and design it first. And uh, I'd have full input into the wedding albums from the start. And right. more times than not, they might change one or two pictures, but it's it's a great a great process but yeah black and white and the client that loves it happy days yeah cool cool um what would be your top here's a classic you know i've asked this before but I, it's always oh, very interesting right. okay. <laughs> no but yeah what would be your top tips to help someone get better at the documentary side of wedding photography well i touched on it already take pictures for fun do that for starters definitely uh i think that's one of the most important things that anyone could do this this trying to meet the demands of the wedding industry or the expectations of the wedding industry and what what's perceived as a, a wedding photograph or what 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 the what you think the couples might want uh, i go into a wedding and i have my own voice and it may not be commercially popular but that's what i do and i think being very single minded is really really important um, another thing i would do is i do a lot of practice on the street i practice street photography all the time it is a fantastic place to operate oh, cool. uh, you know i've never done it so you, i've never done it i adore it i adore it and uh do you do that it, all over in in cities and also oh, i guess it has to be in the cities what a silly question you don't do a street photography in the fields do you in, <laughs> oh no no but you can you can uh, i just adore it i adore i adore the whole thing of you don't know what's around the next corner and stuff like that so right, yeah, yeah i practice a lot on the streets i don't show a lot of my street photography work but it's a great place to practice to be a documentary wedding photographer um, again, though, again, though, I just have to, I just find that a slightly strange again in that I would be so scared to do street photography. And yet, you know, yeah. we've talked about your kind of your bit of, you know, the, the fears that you have or whatnot. And yet you're doing the street photography, which is like, you know, it's really brave again. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a Bruce Gilded in me, believe it or not. There's a little bit of it in me. I'm not fearful of the streets. I could walk down a really, really dangerous street that wouldn't face me at all. Uh, I'm good at talking my way out of trouble. I'm good at dissipating anger it's something i have always been good at i can i can i can win people over if they're angry i can win them over very very quickly in a very nice way 
but uh, I adore street photography. It's a great place to practice. Um, documentary photography, how to be good at it? Travel light. Definitely okay. travel light. I bring Fleck all gear with me. I really, I really, really, really travel light. Uh, so what do you I, I don't have... what, what do you, what's your go-to kind of setup? What do you? Uh, do we have to talk about cameras? <laughs> well, no, no, I hardly ever do, do I? But now you just touched upon it. Some, some people are interested, yeah. Uh, let, let's just say they're two 12-year-old bodies, two Canon D, Canon oh, Mar- cool. Mar- I have no interest in camera care. Zero interest. Uh, so much so that I tape up all the logos on my cameras to stop conversations at wedding where our lads come up and go, oh, do you like Canon or do you like Nikon? And if you just not see a logo on your camera, that conversation doesn't happen, which is quite good. Um, yeah, nice. I look at art. I look at art a lot. I think that's important for people if they if, if they want to get inspired. I, I I look I look different places for inspiration. Um, Degas. Are you familiar with his work? He's a eighteen seventies French French ballerinas. I love all his stuff, and uh, and I follow street photographers. Elliot Erwitt. Bruce Gilden, and one thing I've done recently, which you'll be quite surprised to hear, and it's only recent I've done this, I've stopped following loads and loads of wedding photographers right. on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, that was a little hint from Jeff Askoff. Okay. And it was, the best, it was the best thing I ever did. And I've done that, I think, in the last six weeks. And I don't see any wedding photography coming up in my feeds anymore. And it's really, really good. And the only <laughs> wedding photographer... So, sorry, Alan. I was just going to say, good in what? How? In what way is that being good for you? Like just for your kind of your mental health, or like your inspiration? Yes, yes, yeah? yes. <laughs> because as I said to you at the start of the podcast, I feel crap about myself a lot of the time. I look at my own work and I question it. And I scratch my head, and then you see everybody else putting up all these feeds of how great they are and how awesome this wedding was, and I see all these pictures. And you go, oh crap, am I doing the wrong thing? And it doesn't help the mental health. I totally agree with you. And the only wedding photographer I have remained to follow is Jeff Askoff. Oh, really? Wow. Right. Okay. And he has always, always been my favorite wedding photographer way, way back. You know the way sometimes you have a favorite wedding photographer and you go off them and you find somebody else and you go on mm. to them and you go, I love what they do. Mm. I have never, ever, ever moved off Jeff Askoff and his, his attitude to photography. Uh, I think he's wonderful. Um, that's cool cool I've, i went on mm. his workshop a few years ago i don't know about quite yeah. early on about five six years ago have you ever been on no you've not you've not been in a workshop no, you? no. <laughs> I, i'd love to go to one of his workshops but i won't go because <laughs> it's it's just not me <laughs> i don't what if he did an online what if he did an online workshop no, there you go no, no. <laughs> i love you I, I just i just love his attitude to photography i love his attitude to life uh, some people might disagree with me but, uh, you know, we're very similar people in a way. Um, but I've always, always, he's always been my number one. And uh, he did mention recently about <laughs> stop following other wedding photographers, took his advice. And it's the best thing I've done in the last six weeks. Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool, man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it? Let, let, well, it, it, obviously, it's, I, I totally understand it. You know, I totally understand it. And. I still get that kind of roller coaster type thing as well when you see other people's work and it makes you kind of question your own. And I'd it's love not to have good. No, it's not good for the mental health. It's no. just not. I had to stop it. It was wrecking my head. And all of a sudden you find yourself showing your sister, oh, what do you think? Because she's arty. What do you think of this guy's work? This guy's work. Look, it's crazy. You've got to stop somewhere and just follow street photographers. That's what I do right now. That's it. 
cool. Well, that's cool, man. Cool. So <laughs> looking back at, at life or business or both, are there things you would have done differently at all? You mean, do I have any regrets? Yeah, um, that's a long way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of your questions. You know, that's one of your questions. I've reworded it just for you. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it coming. Uh, no, I just know. What's the point of regretting? What's the point of looking back? Uh, I've made loads of mistakes on the way. I'll make loads of mistakes in the future. And as long as I learn from them and as long as I evolve, and that's the most important thing for me, as long as I evolve as a person, as a photographer, I'm happy. Evolution, I might be going backwards as long as I'm evolving. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. That's cool. That's just, I think that's a great attitude, man. Um, I, I think I, I was going to ask you this as well, but I think I saw that you, you only shoot solo, don't you? You don't have any second photographers? Uh, not in a million years. I'll tell you a, 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 little, a little story. Cool. Last year, last year, I had a friend and we shot together as a, as a, as a sort of a, an experiment. So I was the main shooter and he was second. I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Oh, really? It's not for me. And I, and I feel, what's the second photographer going to get that you aren't going to get? Because at the end of the day, I shoot like a second anyway. Uh, In what way? So, what do you mean? Well, well, everything is on the cuff, candid. Usually second photographers get all that lovely stuff, you know, all the stuff that doesn't involve all the, the posing and all that sort of stuff. And they get all the stuff that the main photographer doesn't usually get. Well, I shoot like a second photographer, so I didn't see an advantage in it. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's not for me. It, it, I love being on my own. I don't even like a videographer around. Not that I hate them or anything. I just work so much better when I'm on my own at a wedding. It's just like I get into the zone, this mental zone. And if there's no videographer there, I'm even happier. But uh, I rarely see videographers. Yeah, do you one not every ten. No, one in every 10 weddings, I'll see one, you know. And uh, yeah. and I deal with it now. 10 years ago, I used to go, I used to grumble on and go, and, uh, they used to drive me mad. Now I accept it all. They're part <laughs> of the story. So what? You know, that's it. That's so true. Yeah. I'm the same as you. I, I only ever shoot solo as well. It's just the way I like to do it. But yeah, it's just interesting yeah. how people work differently. I always find that really interesting. What does... What does it mean to be successful to you then? <laughs> What's success, Alan? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's exactly that's exactly that's what I find interesting. What is success? You know, what is you success? know success is to me waking up in the morning and going downstairs before the kids get up and having a coffee on my own. That's <laughs> success. <laughs> no, it's it's a word that I never think about. So I don't aspire to be anything, or I don't aspire to succeed at this, that, and the other. Uh, so what does success mean to me? I don't know. Uh, I'm just happy. I'm I'm just happy with really really simple things. Uh, I I don't really care for much, and I suppose maybe success for me is going out at nighttime uh, on my mountain bike and flying down some hill at thirty miles an hour. That's success. I'm happy with that. But cool. as far as photography and business and making money, no, definitely not. <laughs> so I just think honestly, I just think that's awesome. I really do. And for and for me, you know, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be happy and. That's all that really yeah. matters. Yeah, I think people sometimes being happy. I think in the world we work in, a lot of people, you know, there, there, there are a lot of big egos out there and they're like bragging about how many weddings they're shooting a year and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And look at how great I am and how successful. That's not me. Oh my yeah. God, that's not me. It's a uh, success to me maybe is being, just being me and being quiet and just doing my own thing and being happy. That's it. Nothing else. 
That's awesome. I think that's a perfect answer. Man, I do. I really do. I just think that's that's so proper cool, man. It's awesome. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, do you, by the way, because I've, I've just got one here and, and I, I ask this anyway, normally, but I want to ask it now because of... Um, canapes, canapes. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. I'm highlighting over canapes. Yeah. Back off. Are you serious? You're not serious, are you? I'm gonna you know what? If, if you didn't ask me that question, I'd, I, I'd, you know, I'd hate you. You know, I need that question. I'm ready for it. I'm gonna ask it. Uh, do you eat the canapes? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I am actually prepared for this one. Um, <laughs> as a side, uh, see, I've raced push bikes all my life. Most of my life, I've raced. I road raced and stuff like that. So I'd be very, very, very sort of into bicycles. So I actually go into a wedding with energy gels and electrolyte tablets. <laughs> all right. Okay, cool. And no, I don't eat the canopies. I, I, I live on all these carbo fuels and stuff like this. I'm just, uh, you picture a cyclist going into a race and his back pockets are full of all this stuff you buy in sports shops. Well, that's me going into a wedding. <laughs> that's cool it's like a proper athlete going into yeah proper that's cool oh, man. you have you have to you have to you've got to be you've got, you've got to go into a wedding like that i got dehydrated there at a wedding recently and i, I forgot to drink enough and uh, it was quite dangerously dehydrated i was so no you've got to fuel up and stuff like that you, you you go back to your question of how do i become a good documentary photographer improve keep eating keep drinking because i'll tell you one thing when you when, when you hit that and that 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 wall, uh, oh, it's hard to come back from it, and you won't take good photographs. So that's so true. Yeah, that's, that's really good advice as well. What do you find um, the most challenging aspect of what we do? Then you know, with wedding photography as a whole, it could be some sort of shooting or business. Just the the overall thing of what we do. What do you think is the most challenging aspect? <laughs> the wedding industry. That's simple. <laughs> the yes, wedding industry, uh, I, it, it, it drives me bananas. I have no interest in the wedding industry. I actually, like, I adore what I do. Absolutely adore what I do because I'm working with the right people that give me the freedom to do what I want. But you walk into some hotel and you'll get a, some wedding planner in the hotel that's so used to doing things by, da -da 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 -da. this is the way we do it, this is the way we're doing it for the last 10 years. And they don't get what I'm up to. Oh, are you the photographer? Oh, this is the best place for photographs. You know, all that sort of stuff. Mm. I just, uh, I don't know. I find the wedding industry, and I, I said it in, in my best of uh, blog, uh, saccharine sweet. And it really, really grates on me at times. Um, it's not that I, I, like, I adore what I do, as I said to you, but the wedding industry. And I think that's why I'm quite happy at the moment with the coronavirus. I'm getting a break from the wedding industry because I just it just really really annoys me sometimes. Mm. I find it very fake, Alan. Extremely fake. You'll see a wedding planner sometimes all over a bride and gushing all over. Oh, you're lovely, and then you can hear her outside in the hallway bitching about her. Um, <laughs> oh, man, you know, yeah. you, you you've, you've seen stuff like that. We've all seen stuff like that. Well, I've seen mm -hmm. it, and I sort of go, how can you be like that? You know, it's just so fake. And I get very sad when I see that happening, extremely sad. So, yeah, that's something that really uh, – what was the question again? Yeah, and what was the most challenging aspect of it all? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I, I, find that, I find that challenging. It's funny these days. I'm, I, 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 I'm experienced now at dodging these wedding planners and, <laughs> and, and, and people with knives to cut the cake and stuff. But I've often been asked lately, oh, are you the wedding photographer? I go, no, 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 no. I'd walk <laughs> on and they'd be wondering, what the hell? 
So uh, <laughs> I do that, and I do, and I do it in a nice way. They get confused. They assume you're the wedding photographer, and you tell them you're not. And then you can go off and do what you want. That's great. But yeah, that's the thing that really, and it does really, really annoy me on a scale of one to ten. The wedding industry really, really bothers me. It's all that sort of saccharine, sweet wedding fairs and smiles, and you know, mm. you know yourself what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? That that is our kind of surroundings, and but. Um, yeah, don't know how. Do you, not find, really do. You not, do you not find it a bit cheesy sometimes? Oh, of course, yeah, of course. There's so much cheese, <laughs> and the whole the trend things with people oh. wanting those same material objects like bird cages and stuff. And I don't get why what's people the want latest, their weddings to look latest, like other people. What's the latest trend? What is the yeah, latest I, trend? I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah <laughs> um okay cool cool D- dave um this again this has flown by it, it, it's been like an, an hour already which is awesome um i said one more question so i'm quite interesting then really because uh no i'm not interesting i mean i'm quite interested in terms of your marketing then how are you getting your weddings you know you're not that keen on the wedding industry which i totally get and where i'm you know i'm like you you're not showing many you know flattering images and things how are you you getting your couples do you think how are you getting most of your kind of bookings i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think at the end of the day i'm really brutal at all this promotion stuff uh if i wasn't a wedding photographer i wouldn't be on facebook i wouldn't be on instagram i just i dread the whole thing so uh i try and let my photographs do the talking for me if they like it book me if you don't like it don't book me mm-hmm. um and there's one thing i'll never do and i said that to you already i'll never do the hard sell oh book me now and i'll give you 10 percent off and all this sort of stuff so right. i just it's not going to happen so i get a certain clientele that come to me i don't get much word of mouth lately word of mouth has died off a little bit which is strange but i could uh i'm looking at the last two years i got a barrage of barristers booking me which was mad and yeah. none of them had come from the other. None of them were word of mouth. But yeah. when I went asking, they all knew each other, which is funny because it's such uh, a tiny little world. So I got you. The last two years, the amount of barristers I got was unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> and then I get an awful lot of artistic people too that sort of get me crazy artistic people that just go, oh, yeah, do whatever you want. And then I get right. people that just don't want their photograph taken. And they're, <laughs> they're fantastic to work with. But no, I don't. <laughs> I don't market myself, definitely not. I just go, let the photographs do it, and hopefully an organic booking will come out of it. And as I said, they're always the best, mm-hmm. always. I think, I think uh, you know, the mar- marketing, some people market themselves, and they, they see the whole industry as a popularity contest of trying to look cool and hip and trendy. Well, I'm certainly too old for all that, and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be doing uh, what are these videos they do on Instagram, or they call Insta Stories. I don't know what they're called. But, uh, <laughs> no, those are photographers do all that sort of stuff. I can't do that stuff. I'm too old anyway. I'm fifty. <laughs> crazy. So that's not old, true. man. I'm not. That's not old. It's not old. I know I'm still cycling my bike and I feel like a 21 year old. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I sort of, I think the whole bullshit of the, the, the marketing bullshit is something I can't do. It's like my photographs, my photographs, you know, they're not fake and the whole marketing thing can be very fake. So I can't, I can't really go down that road. So um, book me if you like my photographs and book someone else if you don't like them. Perfect. <laughs> That's great. That, that should be a tagline on your homepage. <laughs> it could be. Your oh, you'd, you'd, I wouldn't be afraid to say that. No, you wouldn't see I my don't. contract. You'd laugh at my contract if you saw it. Oh, all really? the photographs I don't. All the photographs I don't take. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I don't do this. I don't take shoes. I don't take the bookcase and the dress hanging up. Uh, you'd oh, laugh. wow, really? Wow, cool. Yeah. Man, that's literally about, in your contract. It's about being honest, Alan. It's about yeah. being honest. And that's all I can be is honest. That's so cool, honest, man. Honest, honest follows and honest Dave. That's all I can do. I think that's a great way to end it. That's perfect. Oh, man, man, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you for your time, your openness, your honesty. Um, I just found that so interesting. It was, it was awesome talking to you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. You didn't ask half those questions I was ready for. Loads of them. <laughs> I'm going to make it different, man. I'm going to make it different. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. But I did. I was here. Lad, though. I had all the old, the, the old ones coming out. I said, yeah, I'll get that one there now. Yeah, anyway, brilliant. I enjoy talking to you, Alan. Thank you for calling. Oh, no, thank you for talking to me. It's brilliant. Anyone listening to this, you know, head to thisreportage.com. There'll be, I'll put loads of examples of David's work, a link to his website. Um, link, you wrote a This Is Hell piece for us um, a while ago now, which was great. I about did. That, that blackboard yeah. image, isn't it? The... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love, I do love that. There's an image I love, I did. I oh, actually love awesome. that. Yeah. I've never tired of that. It's real. It's actually a real image. I love it. I do like that. Yeah, Jameer, can I ask you one favor? Can I ask you one favor before you go? Okay, you can. Yeah. <laughs> go. You know the way you always say when you probably post these podcasts, you go, the wonderful John Murphy or the fab. Just call me David. Don't call me fab. I cringe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Okay, okay, no, okay. I, just David. Don't do that. I, I, yeah, just go, David Ryan photographer. If you are going to use it, but yeah, yeah. If you go fab, I'll get on to you. I go, no, change that. I don't want to be called fab. I mean, <gasps> okay. I'm a oh. bit humble, Alan. I just, uh, I don't see myself as fab or wonderful or, you know. But you are, just... but you, you, man, you're so good though. You've won so many awards. <laughs> Your work's brilliant. If it's going to be conspicuous if I just say David, no, you know. No, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not me, Alan. Uh, yeah, I, I, cause you always do that. I know you, I, I know you mean well, but, <laughs> and I mean well by saying it. I don't mean to be rude. I, I sort of go, no, I don't, I don't want to see my name beside the fab David Ryan. Because you know what? I'm not fab. <laughs> But you so I'm are. But now, I'm in a, now I'm in a quandary now because I think you are fab. Oh. And now you've said don't put fab. And then will I, yeah. will I be rude if I do say fab now? And then will I be rude oh, if you I will. do oh, say fab? Oh, yeah. Take it from me. You'll insult me if you say fab because I've given you the warning now. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Oh, it's okay. stuff like, no, no, it's just me. I just, I like to, as I said, I like to hide away under a little rock sometimes. And yeah, I'm quite happy to talk to you. And I think it went okay. And oh, I think my brilliant. nerves sort of, my nerves dissipated and stuff like that. But yeah, Alan Law, don't call me fab or wonderful or anything. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay. I'm, because I'm not. <laughs> but you are. <laughs> Just because you may not think it doesn't mean you're not. <clears throat> ah, come on. Jesus, let's get real. <laughs> uh, and even you, you, sort of, you sort of talked about the awards and stuff like that. Uh, <clears throat> you, you're the only website I, I sort of, I enter stuff into, but... I sort of see the awards and I used to promote, I, I think when I won one or two before I, I put them on my Facebook page, now I don't do it because I sort of go, oh no, I can't do that because I can't market myself like that. I don't want to sort of go, oh, look at me, I won an award. So I stopped doing it. <laughs> oh man, I mean, I, I totally, I understand where you're coming from, but yeah. But oh, you've also, you've got... Yeah, <laughs> <Complete> <laughs> <with> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm going to use that as your little audio snippet as a preview. <laughs> no, Alan, it killed me. It actually killed me to put those I think I promoted one or two awards and it killed me to do it. Oh, ma, I just, no, it wasn't me. You've got to shout so, about uh, you know, show, you just, no, it's, no, a, it's an achievement though. <laughs> okay. It is, but I'll quietly accept it. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's a dignity. That is cool. So anyway, there you go. You know what to yeah. say about Okay, awesome. And anybody who's listening, maybe while cycling or running, do head to thisisreportage.com and you'll see David's work. And as I say, links to uh, his website and that this is how post. And man, yeah, thank you so much again. And hopefully I'll get to meet you in the flesh one day. You know, you never know. That would be awesome. Uh, at a conference, maybe, Alan? <laughs> yeah, probably not likely, is it? But you never know. Some other situation, you never know. <laughs> no, no, it won't. Listen, Alan, thank you for calling and it was lovely talking to you, okay? Angie, man, stay safe. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the 31st episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Dave was really great to talk to. Really, really interesting, I thought. I hope you enjoyed it too. Head to thisisreportage.com to see more examples of his work and a link to the This Is How piece he wrote for us, explaining exactly how he captured a specific image. We also have lots more episodes of the podcast already released with photographers such as Frank Boutonnet, Rocio Vega, Sam Docker, Alison Bounce, and many more. And if you're not yet a member of TIR, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 reportage award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, and the recent huge addition to membership, exclusive video content. There's already over eight hours worth of videos to watch where some of the world's best photographers share their tips, thoughts and experience to make you a better photographer. New videos will also be added regularly. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. Mm-hmm.